Hey, what's going on? This episode of the podcast is a little different today. It's literally just me recording this. It's a little weird, but I'm just going to go for it. Um, You know, like last week, I basically made a schedule. And I feel once you make the schedule right, you're supposed to stick with that schedule. But this week was pretty chaotic and so many things were going on. So it's not going to be the way I envisioned it to be, but yeah. oh my God, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's time for a review. I was supposed to do this on Friday, but I didn't get around to it. And I was trying to think like, what do I want to really review? And then a couple things like I wanted to review. So it was either hereditary or we just watched the new Annabelle earlier in the week. And it wasn't one of those movies you could dive deep and kind of dissect. It was very straightforward. just like your typical haunted house flick. Which it wasn't too bad, man. Um, you understood it immediately and there was no confusion with it. It was just like The Conjuring, I felt. But they just did it strictly about the doll. So that's basically all the movie was. And see, a, a podcast about that movie could be wrapped up in a minute and a half. That's how ridiculous it was. But, so yeah, we didn't do it for that Friday to dissect the entire movie. It wasn't needed, right? Um, but next week is a thing that I think we could dissect multiple things. So the idea for next week is to review the new Spider-Man movie that's coming out Tuesday. Checking it out in the morning. And the idea is to review it immediately after we watch it. Come back to my house. Oops, I can just tear it apart. Sure, there's a lot to it, especially since it's the last movie in that Infinity Saga that Marvel has announced, right? So it's interesting to see how it ends. So that should be fun. Um, the next one after that we're going to watch later on in the day. I believe at night. Still waiting on showtimes. It's supposed to be going up that day. So I'm going to see what time it's going to be playing at a specific movie theater that we go to. It's like right down the street from us rather than driving like to a different town to go watch it. But we're going to go watch Midsummer, which, you know, this review is basically about the director's previous movie hereditary, which I still have playing in the background right now. Cause this movie's fucking crazy. Dude. I love it so much. I literally watched it once and you know, that can mean different things with people. Sometimes when you watch a movie once, you're like, that's horrible. I never want to watch it again. Or two, in my case, if I watch a movie once and it takes me a while to come back to it, it's because it was so good, which I've done with maybe a handful of movies, right? So Hereditary was one, of course. Logan's one. Um, I'm not too sure how many other movies I've done that to, but it's... It's a rare thing when it happens for me. When I get to watch it just once, I'm like, okay, I'm satisfied with that. It's cool. I don't need to watch it too many other times. But yeah, Hereditary is one of those rare ones because it was a horror movie, which horror movies, right, you could watch multiple times and you kind of just have fun with it. It's nothing super serious and just something you fool around with. You know, everybody can have fun watching it. You kind of just, you know, you're on a date or whatever, you know, it's just a typical thing. Everybody can just have a crazy time with it. But this one was just like super serious and it seemed like it was just so over the top. It made you think like, damn, this is what movies could be if taken very, very serious. 
and I'm watching like the end of it right now. <laughs> it's just fucking so crazy. But yeah, man. I mean, the movie just starts off and it starts off with this girl. She's very strange. Something about her. She's very reclusive. She keeps to herself, right? And she's kind of like that odd one out of the family. Like, who is this person? She doesn't know who she is. The family's kind of like, yeah, she's there, but we don't understand her. Um, and at first you're like, how the hell does this turn into like a horror flick? What's going on here? And as time goes on, the little girl, spoiler alert, um, she ends up getting killed, which I don't want to reveal too much because of course the movie's been out for a while. Right. But, um, certain things that are set up in the movie are like very crucial to not know going into it. Like you want to be surprised by some of this shit. So I'm not going to reveal too much, but. Rather than, I mean, she does die, right? So that's a big thing, but the way she does, and it's like a big thing throughout the movie, how she died and like the implications of it. And, um, of course, it's devastating to the family. The brother was with her at the time. You know, I'm not going to go into how that happened, but it was just fucking intense, man. And... You know, the family's trying to grieve and figure it out, like, what's going on? Like, I don't know how they're thinking, how can we move on from this? And then um, the mother, she goes to this meeting, which they show early in the movie. Because they mentioned that her mom died previously, like a week before. And she goes to these meetings to kind of, like, get her feelings out and not just withhold it. And she goes to this meeting, she meets this girl and she has a relatable story. She said, like, her son and nephew, not nephew, but grandson passed away a few months ago, so they instantly have a bond of some sort. And it seems like they're just friends just trying to, you know, be there for each other. Um, and from there on, the movie gets a little strange more and more. And it was because of interaction she had with that girl. And there's a scene a little bit after that where the main, you know, character of the movie, I believe her name is Tony Collette. I could be fucking not right with that answer, but the actress, the main actress, she's fucking amazing in the movie. Um, she goes to that chick's house that she met from the meeting, and they basically do some, like, weird, like, voodoo-type shit. The lady puts candles around, and um, they're trying to communicate with her grandson, and they're successful in it. And then it just opens up the mind of Annie is her name in the movie. That's the character's name. The main um, the actress. Um, her character name, rather. Um, but yeah, so she gets that sensation of like, wow, I can go back and communicate with my daughter that passed away. And then her world like lightens up. She was grieving. She didn't understand how to deal with it. And she found another way to communicate with her. So she felt that she was still there and she didn't have to grieve for her. Um, and once she opens up that gate, then it just goes full on bonkers. And weird things starts happening with the mom, Annie. Um, she's just having these weird nightmares. Um, and they're always heavily implicated on the son. And you would think because the son was somewhat responsible for the death of the daughter. But that's totally not the case, which, see, it's hard. <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much. Like, the way I'm trying to explain this movie might not sound too great, but 
I feel like the premise is very smart and the way they set things up in the movie is just, it's not really done. And I feel that you, you just, you really got to go into it, not knowing shit about it. And if for some reason you don't know anything about it, you never even heard of the movie. I would just go in like that. Don't even ask people just be like, yeah, this movie looks interesting, whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's so fucking off the wall. It's insane, dude. And I'm getting to the. I'm so <laughs> I still have it playing in the background right now. It's just it's so fucking insane. It's such a great movie. Um, but the main purpose of this podcast, since I'm gonna try to wrap it up, I don't want to go too long with it and just like kind of walk over the words I just previously previously said rather. Um. And just get straight to the point. Like, the movie's really good. And like I was saying, the main point of this podcast was to get ready for the director of this movie, Ari Aster, I believe is how you say it. Um, his next movie is called Midsummer, And from what we've seen, and I believe there's only one trailer for the movie, which I thought was genius. I haven't seen anything else for it. It seems like a group of people are going to a festival and... It gives you implications that maybe it's just a cult and they kind of get lured in and like trapped into it. So what he was able to do with this movie, Hereditary, I'm very curious to see what the fuck he does with like a cult-like um, mentality. Like what the fuck would a cult do to a group of people? You've seen it in a bunch of different movies. You know, it's the ones I think of are like cannibal movies, <laughs> which is fucking crazy. But like Cannibal Holocaust was ridiculous. There's like a cult, right? It was like fucking people eating each other. Same with like the Green Inferno, Eli Roth's like homage to or homage. How you say that? I'm fucking I don't know. Um, but like the Green Inferno, it was the same thing. It was like a cult. You get you fucking they gather people, basically kidnap them though. It's a little different. But yeah, man, with this, it was just it was so crazy. And it's just it's kind of like very interesting. Like, I'm very curious to see um, what the next thing is. Because that's how I feel with Hereditary. I'm kind of, like, going slow with this review or, like, trying to process it, right? Because I think this movie is truly one of a kind. And I think the director is one of a kind, too. Of course, he, of course he's inspired by different things. But I can't even pinpoint it, you know? That's why I think it's so unique and cool. And I, fuck, man, it's just a crazy thing. Like, I want to know, like, what was he on? <laughs> Type of drugs, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this guy is so inventive. And I think, like, what Jordan Peele did with Get Out and then Us, like, that's the next thing, right? I think Ari Aster over here, he has the next thing as well. They're, like, they're both in their own lanes going different directions. So it's very cool to see up-and-coming directors just fucking totally killing it and making original movies that nobody's ever seen before. So that's why I had to go back and review Hereditary, and I thought it was a good time and just to get ready for Midsummer because I'm so excited about it. From reviews that I'm seeing, just how original it is, how you know shocking it is. And the fact that I don't really know too much about it, even with reviews, they don't even go deep into details of the movie. They just like kind of their sense of 
I guess fear <laughs> is what I was seeing. Like they were just completely scared of what was going on. It's like different reactions. They weren't pinpointing certain scenes. It was just like, this movie's crazy is this and that. And that's why I was like, damn, I really don't know too much about it still. And it's just, all I know is that it's crazy. Like what is crazy? I don't know. So I'm curious to see how that goes. And I think it's going to be amazing. I really do. And just like Hereditary, which I can highly recommend to everybody. It's fucking so good. And yeah, man. I mean, it's going to be a short and sweet podcast today. It sounds a little different today, but I've been... I had to work all day um, helping fix up a house. So it's a little tiring, you know. And I wasn't going to do the podcast, but I was like, nah, don't be a bitch. Get the podcast out. You said you are going to do it. Like, just do it. And... You know, I kind of transitioned to the next thing I want to talk about. Um, I tweeted about it, I believe. Was it a tweet? No, I um, put on the podcast page where you can find me on Instagram, which that's at Where's My Place. I believe it's just that. <laughs> but yeah, find me on Instagram. See the podcast page on there. I always post constantly. And yeah, I um, when I was promoting what was going to happen for this podcast, I said Hereditary and a game review. And I didn't tell people, but like the game review part of it, it wasn't really like a specific – well, I mean it's specific for the game, but it wasn't a review of the game rather. It was a discussion about this game that's coming up, and I find it to be very interesting now. When I wasn't too invested into it, even though it's an annualized series, right? So a lot of people are invested in it, and they kind of promote it to where like, – or they promote it to where it – trying to it's trying to pull you in saying no dude we have a new one it's going to be better than the last one and usually it doesn't work out but i'm talking about the new call of duty modern warfare so with that it's interesting to see what's going to happen because apparently i didn't even know this until a day or two ago the game's supposed to be very controversial and you know i think controversial is subjective to people like what some people are easily offended and some things are like I guess so far out there that it's going to be offensive to a lot of people like murder and stuff like that. Right. Like it's going to be sensitive, the sensitive topic to bring up in a game or not even a game, but like in real life, like some people can relate to certain things that happened to people that died. Right. Um, but apparently in this game, there's a lot of shit that's supposed to be controversial and there's different articles and tweets coming out. People that work there saying that the heads at, um, infinity board, I believe, are trying to push the game to be as controversial as possible, which I think, I don't know, man, if you're just trying to make it controversial just for the sake of it being controversial and getting you more clicks for the game, then that just seems ridiculous. Um, if you're shooting for a game that requires it to be somewhat controversial to get your point across as far as story wise, then yeah, go for it. Um, but where do you draw the line? I don't know. I really don't, man. And I've seen different reports about like a like the biggest thing I think should be cut from the game, which I think has been confirmed it's cut from the game, which I'm glad it is. Um, apparently, there was supposed to be some sort of like rape scene in the game, which I find really insane. Like you shouldn't even do that ever in a game, let alone anything like a movie, whatever. It's a fucking very crazy topic. And to show that is very risky like in movies it's just it's so unsettling you can't you could 
you can't even watch it. It's just fucking, it's ridiculous. And in a video game that millions upon millions of people play, like, that's just, fuck. You're going to fuck a lot of people up if you show that. And, and my thing is too, right, is like, I don't know if all these, like, stories that are coming out about it is even correct. Like, that could have been a complete bullshit story. Um, but... You know, I think that plays into the controversial part because, I mean, that's a huge controversial thing to throw into something and it immediately gets attention and people are like, why the fuck was that there? That's very hard to watch. Like, why would you do that? Um, But yeah, I think they're trying to push it to some limit like that. And um, other reports that I'm seeing is like terrorist things. Um, they're making it realistic as to you don't, you don't get the... Um, I guess, you know, the good side or the bad side. You know, in every game, there's always like, oh, that's what these people look like. Like in Killzone, I've been playing Killzone a little bit. It's so like the Hellgast, right? They're in like weird armored suits or whatever. Like, you know, those are the bad guys. You've seen it in any game. Um, but in this one, I guess it's just like you can't differentiate the good and bad. So you're kind of like going on a rampage of killing like civilians is what, like, game journalists i'm pointing out ign from what i was seeing on videos people were talking so much shit about them for their like analysis of the game trailer they got to see behind closed doors at e3 um but they were describing it as like it's so realistic like it shouldn't be like that because you can't tell the difference between the good and bad and you're kind of just like killing people that could be good but you don't know i don't think they would go out of their way infinity war i'm talking about would go out of their way to make it so I guess not even night and day, but they don't want you to know like what's going on. Like maybe you have the choice to like kill random people if you want to like pushing it to that. I don't think they would. I think it's set for a narrative of like, no, they want it to make it seem like, like a terrorist could be anybody, right? Like it's fucking completely possible. You see it with, um, people that's like, say people that shoot up schools and whatnot, people that, just like rob places. Sometimes you're just like that. And I couldn't imagine that person ever doing that. And you always hear stories like that from families that are involved with like a shooting victim, like the family that knew that shooting victim, the guy that was shooting people rather. Um, they're like, Oh, I could never guess that. Like, there's no way that guy could have done that. And I think that's somewhat what infinity Ward's trying to go for in their game. They want you to see like, it literally could be anybody like a, killer could be anybody that's the vibe i'm getting and that's what i'm thinking they're trying to go for which i don't really have a problem with man because it's true like you don't really know who could go out of their way to do some crazy shit like that and why not showcase that in a movie or a video game like why not like it's real shit and you shouldn't try to hide that from people because people are gonna get offended by it no like showcase that shit like if it's realistic and it's stories that's happened in the war which i've seen another thing um kind of piggyback a little bit i'm gonna keep going back and forth with shit um but another thing i was seeing was infinity war is basically what i was seeing was they're pulling stories that are from like headlines like real life events that's happened in war and they're kind of throwing it into this game and building a story around it which i'm like what's the issue there like this shit actually happened um granted i still think like you shouldn't show some shit like rape don't show that in a game that's craziness um 
but yeah, man, like violence and whatnot and other forms. Like, you, I mean, if it's integral to the story and this is real shit that's happened, you're not just making up some like weird fantasy for somebody, <laughs> then like go for it, dude. And there shouldn't be an issue with it. And people trying to denounce that and be like, oh no, don't do that. It's too controversial. It's too realistic. Don't do that. Just make it as like arcadey as possible. And it's like, no, dude. I think it's cool that Infinity War is kind of trying to reinvent this series and push it to a new level. Like, fuck it. Why not? Nobody else is doing it. And you see it with, um, I'm going to go to Sony directly because they kind of push the envelope with like realistic games like The Last of Us and whatnot. Like kind of keep it grounded and as realistic as possible, even though it's in like a fantasy world. You know what I mean? Um, and these games could be very serious and dark, like God of War. It's like it's as serious as possible, even though it's in like a fantasy world. Um, and you got to think at the end of the day, these are all games. So like, how offended could you possibly be? Some things I still I'm still always going to stand on that ground. Like some things you shouldn't show. I don't think especially to a younger audience. That's what I'm mainly worried about. If you show a younger person that because it could fuck up their head mentally and then they could go in life thinking like, oh, that might be correct. Like maybe I should do something like, you know, what I mean kind of brainwashes them at that level early on but i think when you're an adult i guess you have the option if it's in a game it's like that like if you really want to see it for some reason i guess it's okay if you're an adult whatever but um still it's unsettling and i, I would not blame it if they're like no nah, we're not gonna do that we're sorry for even attempting to do that like that's fine don't do it <sighs> but if you think that you have to do it then whatever um but yeah man it's very interesting to see the road that they're going to go down because there was reports saying, oh, Activision, I think it's Activision Infinity Ward, right? It might be. I don't know. <laughs> but Infinity Ward might be dialing back and censoring the game and taking sections out. And then it just kind of took it away from me, like the whole thing. Like, damn, if they're trying to keep it realistic, then why are these journalists trying to bash it? And just, I think they're just scared of negative feedback for their online, like, status right because like a bunch of people might just mob them and be like oh this website sucks like fuck this website they're reporting on this fucking game when it's a horrible game like they shouldn't be showing shit in that game and that website knows better than reporting on it that's what i think people are mainly scared of they don't fucking care if the game is actually controversial or this and that they're scared of the negative feedback they're going to receive for their website publication that's all it is i fully believe that i'm always going to defend that um I don't think it's just like, oh, I'm so easily offended by that. Because there was that IGN video that came out. It was just so fucking ridiculous. And there's two people. I forgot their fucking names, but they're really good. Like, I've seen them multiple times talking about games. And they seem as, like, I want to say grounded as possible. Like, in the real world. Like, hey, like, these people are trying to push the envelope. This game seems promising. Like, let them just go for it. Like, just take a shot at it. Why not? Just go for it. Everybody else was just saying, like, oh, it's too realistic. Don't show that. It's like, what the fuck? Who are you to say that? <laughs> but I'm I'm really glad, like, after some of that shit was getting thrown toward Infinity Ward, Infinity Ward tweeted out, like, hey, just to be clear, we're still making the game we want to make. We'll see you soon. I'm like, damn, all right. So, like, they're dedicated to showing this because they have a story, I believe, that they're very confident in. And then on the other end, too, I heard that a couple developers, I want to say from Naughty Dog, are kind of headlining this project. And I'm like, whoa. That's probably why it's so realistic, because Naughty Dog's been killing it with, like, Uncharted and fucking The Last of Us Part Two is about to come out. And that's going to be, that looks fucking insane. 
Um, but yeah, I think they have something up their sleeve and I wanted to talk about it on the podcast because I was like really thinking about it. I'm like, when was the last time I heard something like controversial about a video game that's as popular as Call of Duty? And I don't think I ever have. Besides the last time this happened with Call of Duty with Modern Warfare 2, that no Russian mission. I was just talking about that with somebody last night and I was like, yeah, that part was fucking crazy. But it's some real shit that happened. So like... Is it offensive to people? Yeah, I can see why they would be offended by that. That's kind of fucked up to show in a game. But when playing it, I didn't have a problem with it. Because I'm like, okay, this seems realistic. Like, what's going on in the story? This fits in with the story they're telling for this video game. Like, it made sense. Um, but hearing reports before it came out saying like, oh, it's so controversial. People are, I think people fucking petitioned to even get it, you know, X'd out of the game. And... They stuck to it, and they're like, nope, we're keeping it. But I believe there was an option for you to skip it if it was too, like, controversial for you. Like, there was an option to skip that mission. I'm pretty sure I remember that vividly. Um, but yeah, they ended up going with their vision, and it worked out for them heavily because people kind of... I guess people still bring it up to this day, right? But I think the controversy died down after it came out, and people still enjoyed the game, and... It killed it in cells and it made shit tons of money. So I think they're trying to reinvent it like that again and be like, hey, we could still, we still have a story to tell here. Because call it, let's be real, dude. Call of Duty story has been bad for the last few years. I still, to this day, believe Modern Warfare 4 was the best story mode they've ever put out easily. There's been other ones that have been enjoyable to me. Like Modern Warfare 2 was enjoyable. I People still think that's better than Modern Warfare 1 and I fucking heavily disagree. One, it was just, it was a lot shorter. I thought the action might have been a little bit better. They went, like, full-on, like, action movie. Um, but the grittiness and the realness of the first one just always gets to me. Like, it was so good. And that Gillies in the Mist mission is probably still one of my favorite missions I've ever played in a video game. Like, it was so good. Um, but, yeah, to get back on track and kind of just close this out. Um, Infinity War, I think, is going to drop something so unique and visually dazzling like there's fucking craziness that's going on like with the engine they're finally reinventing it which i'm glad like it's been the same fucking thing for like 10 years so the visuals might be crazy story might be dark and just ridiculous and i think it's gonna break a bunch of records like i'm just gonna call it now and like this is the first time i'm saying this since i think cod 4 maybe even modern warfare 2 i think that was the last one i was like really excited for with the call of duty this is my f one of my most anticipated games of the year. Behind, I think, Death Stranding. It might be COD Remastered. Or not COD Remastered. Um, COD Modern Warfare. I think it's just going to blow people away. I have a weird feeling with it. Like I think there's going to be something so unique with it that they're going to fucking turn the industry on its head and prove to people like they can still rock shit with Call of Duty. And if it succeeds, Call of Duty is, again, the biggest name. I think Fortnite's been taking over the last year or so. And if they want that conversation to go back to COD, they got to do something that's kind of like out of left field to get people drawn back in. So I think this is the move they're going to make, and I think this is the move that's very risky. But I'm very willing to be you know, as open arms as possible with this game and see like what the fuck's going to happen with it. Very curious. But yeah, man. Um... That's going to be it for this episode. There's a lot of things I discussed, but 
yeah, just to quickly recap what's going on next week. So Tuesday, we got two podcasts. We have Spider-Man Far From Home. We're going to have that. I think we're going to have that up by like 1 o'clock. Um, and then we're going to go check out Midsummer that night around 7 o'clock. And that movie's two and a half hours. So I'm I'm not 100% sure if we're going to review it that night. But if it's like, if it shocked us so well and it was that great, then yeah, we're going to record a podcast right after. Which I'm hoping that's the case. And then you'll have two podcasts for that day. And then... I want to say Friday. That's what I'm really shooting for. So Friday, I want to have a full breakdown, like season review of Stranger Things season three. Of course, I've been excited for it. They haven't had, what was it? I think it was 20, the end of 2017. The end of 2017 was season two. And then they took like a whole year off. And they started filming for 2019, the summer, right? That that's what the goal was. Like it's gonna be a summer season. So that's the other goal. Like I'm trying to knock out three podcasts before the weekend because it's gonna get super busy next weekend. So I'm thinking everything's gonna go well. Let's fucking fingers crossed. I'm gonna fucking make it happen. No doubt. But yeah, thank you for listening. And I'll see you Tuesday.